We know that if you have Maisir Sheni in Yerushalayim, you're not allowed to redeem it, and you're not allowed to take it out. We never spell this out, but it's called Mechitzos Kotos. The walls of Yerushalayim, they take hold of the Maisir Sheni, and they prevent it from being able to leave. It's the walls that are holding on to it. Now, let's say you have Maisir Sheni, which became Tomei. It's in Yerushalayim, but it became Tomei. See, obviously you can't eat it, so you can redeem it. And now it's redeemed. You could eat that food that was Maisa Shani because it's not because it's not it doesn't have sanctity of Maisa Shani anymore. The question of our mission is when you remove the sanctity of that Maisa Shani, can you take what was Maisa Shani? Can you take that produce and eat it outside Yerushalayim? So we're going to see a machlokas b'shamay misilo, but there are a number of possibilities how this case came about. It says the Mishnah, You have Maisa Shani produce that entered Yerushalayim, v'nitma, and it became tummy. So different scenarios. So let's go through the scenarios. We know there's an avatoma and v'lad hatoma. Avat means father, means the primary tumma, and it refers to things which give off which give off tumma. For example, let's say um, a dead animal that did not have shechita. So that's something that creates tumma. That's an avatoma, and that for our mission to say that is or avatoma is 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 avatoma It's a it's a biblical. It's tummy based on the Torah. It's a biblical tumma. And our mission when it says vlad hatumma, which is like a secondary source of tumma, meaning it came from something which was an avatoma. So that could be both. But for our Mishnah's sake, we're referring to Vlad HaTumah, Tumah that was Tomei Midrabanam. So you have Avatumah, which is Tomei Minatora, and Vlad HaTumah, which is Tomei Midrabanam. So what are the possibilities? Here's the Mishnah. Whether this Maishashani, which is, which is Tomei, became Tomei through Avatumah, meaning it was biblically Tomei, or whether it became rabbinically Tomei, whether or not it became Tomei after it entered Yerushalayim, or whether it became Tomei while it was outside Yerushalayim, before it entered Yerushalayim. So what's the halach in all those cases? In all the cases, you can redeem it in Yerushalayim, but you have to eat it. You have to eat them all inside Yerushalayim. Now, why do you have to eat them inside Yerushalayim? If you redeem it, you remove the sanctity. So the Rav explains because not everyone's going to know that you removed the, that it was Tomei. And since not everyone's going to know it's Tomei, they're going to see you taking what was Maishashani outside Yushalayim. So they're going to think that you're taking Maishashani outside Yushalayim because it's a cold. People are going to see that you're taking the Maishashani outside. But you don't have to be concerned for the fact that you're allowed to redeem it, right? You could ask, how could you redeem it? People are going to think that you're redeeming Maishashani in Yushalayim. No, because redeeming is there's no cold. People don't all, not everyone knows that you're redeeming the Maishashani. So therefore, not everyone's going to see that. Not everyone's going to be aware of that, so therefore it's not a problem to redeem the Maisa Shani in your shrine, but you can't remove it from your shrine. However, chutz mishenitma ba'chutz. However, if it was Tomei Midoraisa and it became Tomei before it was born into Yerushalayim, that's not a problem. So some of them from say it's not a problem because since it was Tomei Midoraisa when it came in, so everyone's going to know about that. 
So th- in this situation, everyone's going to know it's Tomei. The for other scenarios, people don't know it's Tomei. So they see you taking it out of Yushalayim, they just think you're taking regular Maishashani out of Yushalayim. But if it's something with Tomei Medirais, so people know that, therefore they know why you're taking it out. Others say because it's some, uh, it, we don't say Mechitza Klutaso, that the walls grabbed it when it entered when it was Tomei Medirais. So that is Beishamai's opinion. Or Beishilom, Beishil say no. Hakol just not, Hakol Yepod of Yochel Bechutz. Basil is not concerned for Beishamai's concern. And therefore, he says, not, people, it's not a problem that people are going to think you're taking Maishashani outside Yerushalayim. Therefore, because here it's Tameh, Hakol Yepodu, you can redeem everything inside Yerushalayim, V'yochem L'chutz, and you can take it outside Yerushalayim, because there's no sanctity anymore. You redeem the Maishashani. Chutz, however, Mishunitma Bivlad Atum Bifnim. However, if you went ahead and you redeemed it, in Yerushalayim, but it was only Tomei, only became Tomei after it entered Yerushalayim, and it is Tomei Medrabonon, then that situation you have to eat it inside Yerushalayim. Chut Mishnitma Mevlada Tomei, right, to the exception when it became Tomei Medrabonon, Bifnim, after it entered Yerushalayim. What is the reason why? Because over here, when it entered Yerushalayim, it was not Tomei yet. So the walls held on to it, the walls grabbed it to keep it from leaving. Now, since Midaraisa, it's not Tomei, right? It's only Tomei Midarabonim. Since it's only Tomei Midaraisa, since it's still Tomei Midaraisa, I'm sorry, since it's not Tomei Midaraisa, it's only Tomei Midarabonim, so therefore the walls cannot release it because Midaraisa, it's not Tomei. And therefore, in this situation, Beis Hill would say that you have to eat it inside Yerushalayim. Now let's go through the three other scenarios. If you went ahead, according to Beis Hill, if you went ahead and it was a, a Torah, it was Tomei Midaraisa, but it became Tomei outside Yerushalayim. So then, so then there also you could take it outside Yerushalayim because the walls never grabbed onto it because it was Tomei outside Yerushalayim Midaraisa. So when it was entering Yerushalayim, the walls never took hold of it because it was Tomei Midaraisa. And therefore, and therefore, um, you, uh, this case also you can eat it outside Yerushalayim. Let's go to the next case. Let's say it was Tomei Midaraisa, but it became Tomei inside Yerushalayim. That's not a problem either, because even though the walls grabbed it when it came into Yerushalayim, but once it became Tomei Midaraisa, the walls release it. And now you can eat it outside Yerushalayim. The question that the Rav deals with, what about this fourth scenario? It became Tomei Midaraisa Midarabonam. Right? Beis Hill only says... That it became Tomei Medrabonan inside Yerushalayim, you have a problem because Medrabonan, it never became Tomei. So it was never released. But what about this case, where it became Tomei outside Yerushalayim and it was Tomei Medrabonan? So why don't we say over there that the walls took hold of it because it was not Tomei Medrabonan? And therefore, what's the reason why you're allowed to eat it outside Yerushalayim? So the Rav answers based on Yerushalmi that we're talking about in a Kimta over here. We're talking about a very specific case that the owner of this produce, when he brought it to Yerushalayim, he made a tanai. He made a stipulation that the wall should not take hold of it. So even though it was not Tamim B'Daraisa, but since he made that stipulation, therefore, as a, therefore, it is able to take it out of Yerushalayim. The walls never got a hold of it. As the Rav says, but in fact, if he did not make such a tanai, then since it entered when it was not Tommy Medaraisa, then he would not be able to eat it outside Yushalayim.